When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sounds like you could use a break, right? Four delicious pieces of chocolate, three crisp wafers, two layers of sweet Kit Kat filling, and one incredible break. I love my Kit Kat bar. I mean, do you remember your first Kit Kat? Do you remember when you were on the playground, the power that you had, when you could just break off a piece and give it to your friend? It's a theme song that is stuck in my head. It is a multi-sensorial eat with an auditory snap. I love a Kit Kat. Have you had a Kit Kat lately? Well, have a break. Have a Kit Kat. How is your sock drawer looking? Seriously, isn't it time you got rid of some of those old socks that aren't supporting your little toes as good as they should? Well, now you can replace those socks in your little bit of spring cleaning with some Bombas. Once a dry pair, you will never look at socks the same way again. I swear to you, Bombas are the best socks I've ever worn, all right? Their spring collection has a whole new look. That's great. They're called garden party socks. They bring the party to your feet. They got stripes, they got florals, and this new vintagey colored rib sock, which honestly looks pretty damn cool. I love them. They support my feet, my toes, and they don't make them hot. I don't know how they do it. I don't understand the technology, but that's not my job. My job is just to enjoy. So get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers at checkout. Pull up your easy chair, put on your silver steampunk glasses, and listen up, you meat bags. We saw surrogates, so you know what that means. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear. Clone Girl Summer continues and ends with surrogates. A clone movie, kind of. Uh, if you have not seen the movie... Bruce Willis lives in a world where everyone has a surrogate, uh, a robotic version of their best selves, and uh, conspiracy happens, and uh, a lot of other stuff, which, frankly, uh, and I'll ask Jason and June about this, I didn't quite understand at points. Uh, so, without any further ado, please welcome my co-hosts, Jason Manzoukas and June Diane Raphael. How are you both? Thrilled uh, to be here. You know, I'm just basking in the glow of Clone Girl Summer. It's This is where we're at. I'm loving it. America wanted Clone Girl Summer. We had to take a break last week for Fast 9, which I still think fits in the Clone Girl, uh, you know, world because, you know, Cena and, and Vin D, they're, you know, their brothers kind of look alike, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know that it fits, but, uh, you know, I, I, I still am. I'm glad that we've returned to it. And, you know, you said it, that maybe it's ending. I don't know. If people come up with some good clone movies that we should cover, we might. I there have to are, say, yeah. I, I'm really enjoying Clone Girl Summer. And I thought Fast Time was a real departure because Cena and Vin looked like they were not at all even, you know, third cousins, distant cousins. Yes, not <laughs> not 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 related at all. Well, right. genetically related. Genetically cloning 
like that's we're we were going on the uh on the molecular level on that clone girl uh, episode this one you know they look alike it's you know it's different <laughs> it's different i mean boris kojo looks a little bit different in his well, normal way <laughs> i guess let's dive in because to me what was so interesting about this movie is what people and who people chose as their not surrogates but surries Yes, there's surries. There's surries. <laughs> Which I, the, that familiar way of describing the surrogates uh, really unsettled me throughout. It, it, you know, every time yeah. I heard it, I, I kind of paused because I just can't. Oh, God, it's so hard to imagine a world in which we're calling surrogates surries. And the only surrey like we all know is Surrey Cruz. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about the confusion between Surrey and Siri. So I was, uh, I was. That would also be a problem. Yes. You know, you just, you know, everybody's Siri would be going off constantly (laughs) when talking about their series. I I do have a a lot of issues with this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Oh, wow. That's so weird. I have like, I just opened up my notes. I have none. I just I don't understand it. I don't understand it in the sense of like the I don't want The beginning wanna... of the movie has like is literally like a history lesson. 15 yes. years ago, 11 years ago. So I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, you're going to walk me through the last 15 years?" Uh, of all of this, like I, I started taking notes. Like, oh shit, this is important yeah. info. I watched it, it was three like a times. lot of exposition. I watched I know. it three times. I was times. like settling in because Paul, you know, starting the movie, and I was like, oh, you started. I'm just gonna, you know, get a few things together. And he was like, no, 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 no. You need to watch very closely the first yeah. two minutes of the movie because that's where all the information is. It, and and that's like you know I'm looking at it because I wrote some of it down. Nine, including the information that I kept asking myself throughout the movie, which is that, you know, like how many of these um, people on the streets are Surrey's and it's 98 percent of the population yeah. uses surrogates. 98 percent. Did you say surrogates? Surrogates. <laughs> surrogates. Well, well, this is my this is my big issue with it, because. You're right. The exposition dump at the top is a lot. And not only are you getting it through multiple news sources and testimonials, you're also seeing graphics on the screen. And two of my favorite graphics were worldwide study. Racism is disappearing. And then there was an, <laughs> there was another graph that just said crime down surrogates up. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of crime rates are down. Disease is down. Like there's a there was a lot of like, you know, they're trying to front load you into believing like, well, this is why everybody in the world believes it's totally normal and cool to live inside of a world where the 98 percent of the population is only participating in the real world via a artificial robotic surrogate of themselves. So everybody is living in their homes. They don't go outside. Right. They mm-hmm. just sit in their homes and they participate in life via avatars of either themselves or some people, as we see in the movie, are their surrogate or their surrey doesn't look like them at all. They are role playing or they are whatever. Listen, though, at, yeah. This year in 2020, I did have the thought, I don't know when this movie came out, like, oh, that would have been interesting if I, during lockdown, during you know, the height of quarantine, had the option 
to go out via Surrey, would I would I take it? And honestly, I might have. Oh my God! I mean, yeah, we would have. I mean, the 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 pandemic would have had such a different. If there was know, ever uh, a time for mass Surreys, exactly. I mean, we we really could have used it. You know, but I guess uh, my issue was there seemed to be a lack of fun with the series. Like, yes, like they were going out and they were partying, but people were still doing their day jobs and riding the subways as Surrey's. It was right. like, it was like you had to do all that boring work that you would do in like World of Warcraft where like you're mining. Like you are well, in it, this. People yeah. aren't using the Surrey's as a game. Right. Know? I mean, it's not, a, it's not entertainment. They're literally choosing to live their lives via a Surrey. And I don't think, Paul, it's a situation where you can, I don't think, I don't really know, to be honest, but I, I didn't get the sense. It's like, oh, I'm just, I'm an actress right now, but if I get a Surrey, I can go become a, you know, I don't know, president of the United States. Like, I think you still are who you are in the world. But I guess like what I've what I had trouble with was like, when you look at Bruce Willis in that kitchen with that Smeg refrigerator, uh, product placement there there are like notes and things on the fridge that look like schedules like drop off this or pick up that here's a grocery list like they are still living their own life Uh, like their apartments are not barren their apartments are are fully furnished and decked out not pods but only the surrogates really use them well only well no only the real people use the apartment no, no, Paul, no. The surrogates no, as honey. well. So, like when? Oh, okay. So, like that's the thing. Is, well, okay. Well, well, we have a we have a little bit of a um, unreliable um, example in the the people that we mostly get to see inside their apartments are Bruce Willis and his wife is played by Rosamund Pike. Yes, and they they have an a particularly. A specific version of this, which is they don't, she doesn't leave her room at all. She lives a hundred percent of the time in her Surrey. Um, but I think one of most the things that we have to do, Jason, I got that's the what sense. I think too. Yeah. Yes, I got the sense that most people did. Now, the questions that came up for me were like, when do they use the bathroom? You know, right. And why does Rosemund Pike need to take pills if she's living the majority of her life? Like, so she looks like she's taking a handful of pills there. Like, I, I would think th- those are so one of the things that we haven't touched on yet, which is very bizarre. Again, this is a very heavy sci fi concept, right? Yes. What if in the in the near future, everybody uses, you know, artificial bodies to participate in the real world? And what would happen? Who might control those bodies? Is that really living all et cetera, et cetera? These are great sci fi questions inside of this sci fi movie is. A story of deep, deep grief uh, and marital problems as a result between Bruce Willis's character and Rosamund Pike's character, who have lost a son. When I saw that dead boy, I was like, "Oh boy!" Like they, they just felt like, yeah, this is a this is an age where death is not as present as it is in our own lives. You know, like homicides don't exist. Like when they figure out that the case, Bruce Willis is an FBI agent, that the case they're working on is a homicide. People are like, wait, really? Because those don't happen anymore. But but yet the wife and the child were in a car accident. Yes. So in that moment, they were not in their series. It appears no, because I think that Rosamund Pike has a scar on her head that I assumed was from the car accident. But I guess my question is a good question, because it's like if it's been 15 years, the kid looked like he was around maybe, I don't know, six or seven. You know, were they 
were they out and about? I mean, it does seem like the invention of kids series is rather new. Very so maybe, much so. Okay. Yeah, so, so maybe if you're a parent. So you still have to do pickups and drop-offs if you're a parent well, I don't know. and your normal Maybe you send your body? Surrey. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why and was she to in say, the car? Paul, with, like camp schedules this oh, summer. And you got to drop, drop off two off kids at 9 a.m. Like, Come on. I'd love to on? send a Surrey. Oh, my God. I'm all up in that Surrey. I mean, I also am Wait, confused. I really, that's, I mean, again, this podcast has no, is never referencing Surrey Cruise. No, never, never mentioned. Uh, I will say this, though. I, I also felt like this movie did a weird thing uh, where the Surreys at points have extreme power. Like when we're first meeting our first Surrey, he jumps off of a ledge uh, into like a club and immediately bops up like um like a like wily e. coyote and you know like and showing like okay he can jump face first into a crowd of people that are not going to catch him but yet he can pop up and dance and then the end battle sequence with Rosemond uh with uh Bruce Willis's partner Rada Mitchell w- was I mean as well as that was when, amazing when Bruce Willis is in when oh, Bruce yeah. Willis's Surrey loses his arm and is in like the kind the of um, encampment reservation. Yeah. Yeah, he's like jumping across buildings. He's got like super strength and super jumping. So there's a weird way in which the Surreys if you upgrade them, uh, which obviously the FBI and so forth have upgraded Surreys, they seem to have like Terminator-esque qualities. Yeah, they, they said um, at one point they're going to give him night vision. Hey, we're going to give uh, all FBI oh, agents night vision if you, because you, when he goes to the Surrey shop, uh, he sees, you know, there, I mean, it, oh, there's a lot of questions, like, even when he's in the Surrey shop, he, he's looking around like, wow, this is the Surrey shop. It's like, yeah, didn't you, didn't you get it here? Oh, yeah. wait a minute. No, I thought that was like a pawn shop. Oh, that was a pawn shop. I'm talking about the Surrey oh, building. The engineering at the, VSI. Where, yeah, when he, like, yeah I know what you mean the, now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Go ahead. They looked surprised at like the world that they are living it's in. It's a good question. Yeah. If 99, almost 100% of, of the population out in the world is Surrey's, then it's like, okay, but it is a private company. So everybody at one point... Purchase their Zuri's? Yeah. Apple. Wow. It's a, yeah, Apple, great example. Apple. I mean, everyone is in their Zuri's. Everyone is living this life. So crime is down because people can do whatever they want. I but guess they they're not hurt. Sh- and you can't steal a Zuri. So you can't like, you. that's right, illegal. Because they're copywritten. So there's a lot of stuff there, but you get to pick your look, which is really confusing to me that Bruce Willis picked like this flattened flock of seagulls haircut for his look uh, in, a, in a world where well, goatees are prevalent in this movie. Too. That's the thing. He both has his Surrey has a fake wig and his real um, character when he's playing himself, the meatbag version of himself. Human beings are called meatbags in this movie. I have an issue with meatbags because. Oh, really? Yeah, because if I'm. <laughs> In my Surrey, I wouldn't call you a meat bag because I am a meat bag. The I robots know. are not sentient. That's no, so that's weird. Yeah, I agree. Like they were taking, yeah, hits uh, and you know jabs at themselves for being right. meat bags. So it's like, like oh, did did these Surreys have it have disdain, or did the people, the operators? Did they have disdain for themselves that's, and other meat bags? I think that's what it is. Wow, I think it's wow. I think it's I think it's the people operating okay. those Surreys are calling people who aren't in a Surrey meat bags, you know, as if to say like, 
you you're, you're, you're an idiot for not being in a Surrey, like the way they consider the people living on the human reservation to be like fools or whatever, you know? Oh my gosh. I mean, there's, there is so, so much stuff. <laughs> so much. So, I mean, so much, but also so little. I was so happy when I saw that this was only an hour and a half. Oh, hour and 28 minutes. Barely, barely. Hour and 28 minutes. And I got to like the final um, big action set piece. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of it, and I'm like, wow, this is great. Okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And I click on the thing, and I'm 42 minutes in. I was like, this isn't the final set piece. I'm only, What is this movie? The movie was like a trick. Well, I did feel like the first 40 minutes was exposition. Like, there yeah. was so much set up. I, I oh, have yeah. to say, I've been, and no, we're not giving our final review right now, but I, I've been pleasantly surprised at how digestible... Um, Clone Girl Summer has been like it's just it's going down real easy for well, me. Well, there's two oh, yeah. more that are on the docket that Avril was like. I don't know. I mean, look, we could keep it going. I mean, we really. I mean, I mean we just don't know if they're going to be as good as these. I mean, well, I think the conversations have been great. This one, at least, and I don't know if this is part of it, but these are all like. Big budget movies with, you know, um, like, you know, this is uh, Bruce Willis is kind of giving his modern Bruce Willis kind of bland kind of phoning it in. But like Rada Mitchell's great. Rosamund Pike is great. Everybody else in and around the movie, um, even though we only get little bits of him, James Cromwell, like the the rest of the cast is like really good. Boris Kojo is great. Like, I mean, look, this movie cost eighty million dollars. Eighty did it? million wow. dollars. What? Came out in two thousand and nine. All those extras. Yeah. Jason, those oh aren't meat God. bags. Those are those are, you know I just assumed those were Surreys. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean look, they have no, the they technology. Are meat bags. They made yeah. actual they made Surreys and meat bags. They made them both, wow. oddly. But I will say this, um there was a moment that I perked up. You talked about like Bruce Willis kind of dead eyeing it through it. And I normally agree with you, like the last like I would say maybe 10 years of Bruce Willis has been a a bitter pill to swallow. But there was one sequence in this movie, and June, we didn't watch this part together, so I, I don't know if you caught it too, but where Bruce Willis like turns on the old David Addison from Moonlighting, it's when he oh. goes back to confront Boris Kojo in the... Uh, in the police precinct, he's like, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'm out of the hospital. I'm going to get a box. I was like, yeah. he's loose. He's making jokes. I was like, where has this guy been? Like, it was it was light and fun. I love traveling. I love traveling with my family. And one of the best things about traveling with my family is finding a perfect house. You know, one of those places where you feel like you are at home. And I did find that, actually, when I was on my last trip. That's right, the whole family and I went to upstate New York and we had an amazing time. Now, I'm going to tell you, the entire time we were away, and it was about 10 days, we could have been hosting our place on Airbnb. You know, it's a great way to make a couple extra bucks and it's easy to host with Airbnb because when you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. First of all, I want to talk about the Surrey performances because people, some people are acting like full on robots. Like yes. the, the level of acting on, I guess what I was, what I would say is in a note to maybe the director here is like, there wasn't like a balance. Like some people were acting like I am a robot and other people were acting a little bit more stilted. I would say that to me, the most interesting uh, one was Rada Mitchell because I think Rada Mitchell played it like, uh, rel- like she didn't feel like a robot, but yet she, like I think she found the right balance. Where Bruce Willis was just dead when he was in that robot, he was dead. What's interesting about this movie is, and it occurred to me, like I don't know, you know, like I said, like forty minutes in or whatever, is for this entire movie, everything we've seen has been a Surrey. So far, like there hasn't been a scene that didn't in the movie's logic that didn't star two robots. I mean, I thought that Rosamund Pike was not a Surrey when we first meet her because he's like in the kitchen. Total Surrey. Yeah. And and everyone's a Surrey and everyone is. is, uh, Yeah. I mean, I did wonder, like, because you never see people like get up, eat, go back. Right. Shower. Well, that one guy said I got to take a piss. Procreating. Maybe they're not. That guy who said he had to take a pee. Uh, oh, well, that was the only time oh, when he yeah, was just frozen right. and he's like, sorry, it was in the can. Um, but they also show that the only meat bag that they kind of show besides Bruce Willis is someone that they really have disdain for. Like the movie has a disdain for this meat bag. Like you, he burps, he farts, he's eating disgusting food. Like he is the parody of the tech guy. It's like, oh, of course the tech guy. And there seems to be like a, ugh, like how can you treat yourself that way? And there's like a, because everybody has chosen to represent themselves with like platonic ideals of beauty and of youth and everybody's kind of co- like the Surrey's allow people to like live out their lives in a, in a false reality. And so they are so dismissive of actual humanity, yeah. you know, uh, of of a meat bag when they run into a meat bag or whatever. There's something about, like, we're watching a movie in which everybody is smoothed out and looks so beautiful, 
And yeah. and that's the the interaction is with all of these Surreys, no matter if it's in the FBI office or, uh, you know, wherever, wherever Bruce or in a crime scene or whatever. Bruce Willis is Surrey and Rada. And I agree with you, Rada Mitchell. Rada Mitchell's version of a Surrey, I thought, was very interesting. Also, because multiple people take control yeah. of her mm. Surrey and she does an amazing job differentiating between the personalities that are controlling her Surrey, you know, which I liked. Well, it's interesting to me. I I kept on being fascinated by, I I also felt like so many people chose female bodies, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Just seemed like there was the majority of Surreys were female. I was, one of the things I was surprised by was that there wasn't, because I would have thought like their part of this would be like, oh, people decide what Surrey they want to be that day. You know what I mean? Like well, then the they'd have to have a would, lot of Surreys in the that like, they would the have bank multiple yeah. Surreys, but that didn't seem to be the case. Everybody just seems to have one analog for themselves, except right. for James you know? Cromwell, who has like a room full. But then Rodham yeah. Mitchell's Surrey like charges at the station, and then Bruce Willis's Surrey charges at home. Yeah. Um. So there's also that idea too, like maybe like does. <laughs> I'm I'm a little confused again. Confused about the I logic, there, but I bet you can do either. And at Got the it. end of the day, if you're in the office, you just stay in the office and disconnect and you don't have to, like, get yourself your Surrey home. Yeah, it's like, you, you know? yeah, like you're at a co-working space and you, you can leave your computer and your charger, you know, in a little locker yeah. area. And your and your alternate body. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna... and your unit. <laughs> but I mean, it does get to something that you guys brought up earlier, which is interesting because, like, people are hooking up with their Surreys. So, yeah. How does that pleasure center work between the Surrey and the human host? That was was described in the opening when they're talking about the monkey can feel things with his arm. So I believe that you would work out with your Surrey and your body would actually feel that workout. So if if your Surrey did a crunch, you would actually get a crunch in your belly because it's sort of like that thing of like muscle stimulation. Because at one point, Bruce Willis is like gets in that pawn shop Surrey. And that looked like a nice Surrey, by the way. And, uh, you know, it didn't look like a, you know, it looked like, didn't look like a bargain bin Surrey. And he's like, I feels numb. And he's like, well, you got to pay extra if you want to feel stuff. So I feel like there was. Uh, yeah, that's the, the base model is just like a, a robot. Right. But like you pay, the more you pay, the more you have, you can feel, you can have super strength, et cetera, et cetera. I but guess. are you basically just having like these like wet dreams if you are like having sex in the well, real this world gets back to like the um it's so interesting because all of these movies have so many overlapping ideas like in this one they have the same silver eye colorings over bruce willis's eyes as we did in the sixth day for uh, over arnold schwarzenegger's eyes right like weird little spoon like things that go over their eyes and also like sex is such a thing like michael rapaport in the sixth day yeah like sat in a fuck chair and a virtual reality girlfriend kind of gets him off, but it's all, he's alone. And that was, so the Surrey, my assumption is the two Surreys would go at it, but each person would come alone in their own home. Well, that, is that's that right? What, yes. that's and what I'm I also thinking. don't think you can procreate. No, no. So and I appreciate I, you I think giving that un- pronunciation. Procreate. Yeah, you really. Yeah, I feel like I like that you really emphasize the create part. <laughs> well, I do think that there's no, there are. We never saw any children in the Surrey world. It was only we on did. the reservation. 
We did. We saw we saw that little boy Surrey who picked up Bruce Willis. That was, was like, a hey, Surrey come though. That was a oh, Surrey. Oh, though. you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen like uh, oh, we haven't seen a like a children, operator. children. Uh, yes, a child okay. operator. Got it. Yeah, um, I would imagine that'd be hard for a child to do. No, and we don't see children really. We don't see like it. Like when when Bruce Willis is driving down the sidewalk, plowing into Surrey after Surrey, like literally without ever worrying. Like maybe there's a real person. I mean, I think that that's a darker version of the future that they don't even really touch on. I mean, they basically touch on the fact that like no one's experiencing life, even though they are. But I think that the sadder part of it is like, I mean. I don't know. Yeah, because it's like when someone... Okay, so when an operator dies, because you can't live forever, you're just Mm -hmm. still... You have a human lifespan. And when... My assumption would be your lifespan would be greatly decreased. Oh, interesting. If you're living via Surrey... Like, wouldn't your, wouldn't your body like atrophy? Wouldn't you right. be more like, like less exercise, less, you know, nutrition, le- uh, you know, what less Paul vitamin was D saying is true, which is that your muscles, you are, yeah, maybe know. if you go to the gym with your Surrey and work out, does your body feel right. the results? You might be right. Yes. I, I think that there and is a did, part of We never of saw any older Surreys. I mean, everybody's young. And good looking. That's what it seemed to me. Yes, that's that's the, yes, that's what it appeared to me. To well, because when yes. you saw Boris Kojo, like his operator, you were like, oh shit, he's old man. Like you know, he like because he's like this very sexy dude, and he's got like he you know he's got he's got gray, gray in, in, yeah. he's, in his real operator has gray hair and yeah, you know, everybody seems to be younger, better version, and and Rosamund Pike. Works at a Surrey salon. That was a late movie reveal that surprised me. Like in the mall or something, she works at a place where you like go in and get your Surrey like cheek implants. And they do like face off operations in there. Yeah. Like she's like, all right, hold on. On the robot. On the robot. Yeah, yeah, not on real. But I mean, but here's the other thing about all these movies that makes me laugh so hard. And this is across the board. Um, Whenever you have robots like this, it's so easy to rip off faces or get like out. Like it's like it's always like I'll just put like a, a nail file on the back of your head and then like the skin flap opens. Like the, it's so flawless, but yet one t- like she takes off that face so easily. Like oh, it like, just flops right off. <laughs> like if you went to kiss, it makes it seem like if you went to kiss the Surrey, like the two Surreys in the opening scene yeah, are making out you know, in the alleyway. Like, you, you, like you would feel like their faces could just slide right off. Well, I guess if you're not really feeling their face, I mean, that's the other thing. Maybe you're not feeling their face, but maybe you are because it's like the monkey's arm. I keep on going back to that monkey arm because that monkey arm feels like that is you must have some sensation because if you're not, no one would want to live in that world. Like, I think it's a much more interesting story if you go like, oh, a global pandemic has gone on and people can't Let's get go those outside. Out. Let's get those surreys out here. It just seemed like the choices, it's easier and more fun People are dancing, but I also feel like it wasn't that extreme. Yeah. Like you're going to go to it opera. It feels a lot like the world is a. What are the games um, called? Massive multiplayer. It yeah. feels like the world is a game of like Grand Theft like Auto avatars. or something. Yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Like it feels like the game, the video game version of the future, where the 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 entire cities are populated by robot versions of people who are you know, in pods at home and, and everybody's out, you know, partying and doing all this crazy stuff with these indestructible robots as their standings. 
I don't but know. But yet they don't do anything kind of indestructible or fun. All they like, yeah. like, like that's the other thing. The crime is down. Like, here's my pitch. And you know, if anyone out there is listening and they want to finance this movie, I think June and Jason, I would love to have you star with me. Uh, I want to do a Surrey heist film where we're breaking into these apartments while everyone's hooked up, and we're just stealing all this sort of stuff, and we kind of have all this extra money. You know, it's like uh, it's like Ocean's Eleven, and we're robbing the Surreys. That would be amazing. We're robbing the operators. Oh, the I'm operators, in- right. Yeah, True. I'm interested. I like, I also like, oh, I was surprised. And we saw it a little bit, but it was like very, you know, this movie is all like law enforcement and, you know, a police story. That is that the structure is like a police procedural kind of, we got to figure out who's doing this. But there's a, I like your heist version of it, which is what if you could jack into other people's surreys and control them? What if you could, hmm. like if surreys are... Truly, like, you know, let's, you know, the, the same way they're talking about, well, be careful. People are going to be able to hack your autonomous car in the future. What if hackers right. are like, actually, I want your car to bring you here, you know, or go <laughs> there or something, you know, like why? Like, I would have loved if part of this movie was remotely hacking into and taking control of someone's Surrey. Um, well, but would it matter? Because if you're the operator, you're not... If someone hacks in there, are you experiencing that or are they just taken over that? Either way, unit. it could be interesting. Okay. It could be interesting if you suddenly became passive inside of your own body, like, oh, no. Or oh, no. if you oh, get. Oh, no, indeed. <laughs> oh, no. Or if you get bumped out. Because then if you were inside your body but passive, you could see like, oh, no, I'm being framed for murder. I'm right. not doing this, but somebody's doing this with my Surrey. Or you could get bumped right. out. The way that, you know, sadly, uh, Rada Mitchell's character gets killed and and multiple people are then able to kind of use commandeer her, her Surrey to to use for either both for both bad and good. But then here's my question. Like, the what's the plot of this movie? The plot of this movie is. OK, because uh, it because it, it, it kind of explain it, it kind of mushrooms. Right. The plot is someone is killing Surrey's, but they are killing the Surrey's with a special gun that not only destroys the Surrey, but also kills the operator, right? It like it, yes. it gives you such yes. an impulse that it makes your brain liquefy. Like, fully liquefy. And Bruce Willis gets, like, a little glimpse of it, like, a little bit. Like, he almost gets, like, shrapnel of it, and his blood, his nose is bleeding. So, again, you can, exp- like, if you get punched, if your Surrey gets punched in the face, you will bleed in the house. And there is a very prominent anti-surrogate move pro-human movement ving rames um, leading that v- exactly ving rames a character known as the prophet is the the leader of the kind of human movement who we see in the first minute and then disappears for about an hour and 10 after we i re- forgot we barely he starts the movie and then like yes goes away forever um hello surprise and of course, surprise yeah and later we find out he is a surrey um. So, uh, for James Cromwell's character, who is the inventor of the series, who the series, is trying to kill the series, who made the gun? James Cromwell. James Cromwell's company made the gun. Now, to kill why? V, v. What is it? VSI or V? VSI. So yeah. VSI yeah. has made the gun because they've realized that this has gotten out of control. No. So it, when the it's a the when there's a military exposition dump like in the middle of Act right. Two. Um, uh, where Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, after getting like suspended from the FBI, 
Um, he he gets his Surrey killed. He he invades and causes basically the outbreak of a war to happen um, via his actions. He gets suspended, but then still gets to like he walks into the FBI offices and uses the computers. He goes to the military offices and talks to those. Everybody. He's still doing his job fully uninhibited. Um, except he's himself, not his Surrey, which I thought was like, how are they allowing him to do this? Anyway, it doesn't matter. The military guy downloads him. Okay, at a certain point, VSI, we wanted to make a thing that would shut down Surreys. So that if we, so in the battlefield, basically, they could fire a weapon and shut down whole like Surreys, right? right? What they didn't know is that until it was made, that it would kill the users on the other end. Oh, God, I missed this. There were so many exposition dumps that it yeah. was, yeah. okay. Yeah. At which point they discontinued using that technology and destroyed all existing um, prototypes, but this one. Got so it, so there's one gun left. So there's one gun left, and James Cromwell who invented the idea of Surrey's 15 years ago has now turned completely against it and thinks that the Surrey's have ruined humanity because people aren't living human lives. They're living these detached lives that are not actually living. You're not like, you're not feeling pain. You're not feeling love. You're not, but like if you get punched in the face, you will bleed. That's the thing that I can't quite figure out. It's like, and people are not doing anything crazy. Like everyone's a law-abiding, like there's no crime. There's no racism. People are, you know, so why I do guess. Why you say that? I think, I don't know that you bleed. Well, because, because he gets punched and his, his nose is bleeding. Like when that, that laser ray hits him. But I thought that was because it was that special gun. Like okay. he was able to take it off real quick, but... That was only oh, okay. because he had that special gun on him. So you think that they are? Okay, so you think that they are that they are not feeling I don't true think pain? They are. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No. If you if you get sh- if your Surrey gets shot, it's fine. Okay. You don't. I don't think you feel it's all like good. you might feel like the your mind might do the thing of like, oh, I see myself getting shot. That's scary. Blah blah blah. But I don't think you feel those bullets going in your body. I'm just I don't so think confi- you feel. I'm just so like confused. if someone was to strangle your Surrey, yeah. you wouldn't. You, the operator at home, wouldn't choke to death from asphyxiation. You know, you would just sit there like, like, oh, when, when Bruce Willis kicks the guy's ass who's in his apartment, you know, yeah. do, they're doing drugs in the apartment, whatever the future drug is that they're all doing for Surrey's. Yeah. That Surrey's have their own weird drug that they do. Um, he beats the shit out of that guy and the guy's just laughing because he's like, you can't hurt me. I'm like a guy at home. You know, I'm not a right. real, yeah. you know. But, and like, but, then, but then he does shoot the, the Surrey and he kind of spits out like that liquid, like, uh, from aliens when, you know, it's like, it, like it's, I guess my question is, I don't get this world ultimately because it doesn't seem like wish fulfillment. It just seems like safety. And maybe that's what I'm, maybe that's as simply as it is. It's like, like they're not out there, like they're still going to their jobs. They're still hanging out. And even in the Surrey world, they're doing drugs where they like electrocute themselves to like feel like, yeah, like something like, so I guess people I just don't. are. It's like Wally or something. Right. You know, like people have, people are have, just lazy. You know, when when Bruce Willis's Surrey gets destroyed <laughs> and crucified, um, and he has to go outside of the house as uh, he gets hospitalized, uh, he has to he leaves the hospital and he says it's the first he doesn't remember 
the last time he's been outside as himself, not right. his Surrey. Right. So that is, I think, pretty significant. People, even like him, who is a little bit skeptical, he doesn't leave his home. Yeah. Right. Ever. Right. People live their lives, 99% of their lives inside of an avatar, you know, um, but participating in the real world. Yes, Paul, they are working. They have to do all of society's functions need to be upheld. So they right. go to jobs, they go to dinners, they go to parties, they do everything. It's just their surrogates are the face of it, you know? Right. Yeah. I guess I just, I want, I, I guess it's sort of that idea that in Amsterdam, you know, drugs are legal and prostitution is legal. And so therefore, for the most part, uh, the, there's not that much crime there. I know people might say, well, there's actually a, a big uh, a larger drug problem there. But I'm just, for the sake of this argument, I'm just going to say the idea being like, we, th- there may have been a moment where everyone got to do everything and now it's just kind of like regulated itself. Is that kind of what we are led to believe so in a way? So you're saying it's- you're surprised that like divorce from our bodies, it's not more of a, you know, kind of orgy-esque, crazy Yeah, like, I, like why yeah. am I just putting on a, a toupee? A like why and like, punch in the clock. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, so like to me, I'm just like, I was looking for more of that. Even when they go to that club on that abandoned street in some uh, back uh, alley of Toronto, that's a set. Uh, like there is, there is no like that club didn't even seem like exciting. That club just seemed like a shitty well, LA club. Here's, okay, so I think that you're equating like Surrey's almost like it is um, like GTA like, or, or Warcraft. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it is in the sense that like it's a it's it. Yes, it is. Except that like it GTA is a dystopia. You know, like those are Ish, like right, this yeah. is like this is like the real world. You know what I mean? Like people, right. all of the, re- all of this isn't like a fake world that the Surreys live in. The Surreys live in our real world. Right. So not like that movie. They Gamer have to that do our yeah. jobs. They have to do, our, they have to do all of the things to keep the world going. Because it still needs we to be do. done. It's just but, not we in do. our bodies. Right. But to me, I'm like, but I guess what I'm saying is if I'm doing the exact, like, I guess my thought is if I'm making eggs or my Surreys making eggs, the effort is still there about making eggs. Like I'd have to go to the kitchen as my Surrey, take out the pan, crack the egg, make the egg. Like there's no like, it's not like, oh, I can put my Surrey on autopilot and I can like play a video game on the side. Like it's, you have to go through all the motions. So I don't get what's like exciting about the Surrey ultimately because I'm like, I'm doing it all. It's like, I am literally just doing it. I think you're experiencing it all. You know, like you're not you're but you're experiencing it all from like the chair. You know, you're experiencing your life through a screen, basically. But if I'm not doing anything interesting, like if I'm making eggs, like like I guess like I'm saying, like I would I guess it would have been interesting to me to be like Bruce Willis is a FBI agent and he's not a Surrey. And then when he wants to go undercover, he goes undercover. There's just like some like I was missing yeah, I some saying. part well, of I it. I guess that makes maybe sense. what they're saying is, you know, the more money you have, the more kind of premium Surrey experiences. Oh, uh, OK. OK. So that the, like a lot of these are, seem to be base models. OK. So then because the other part of it to me felt like. The series are expensive, so if you do get killed or shot, like you that's have it. to then, I guess, I work to it. go. Yeah, or you have to work to get well, another. The, remember the 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 superintendent or the landlord of the building 
has a robot Surrey that's very robotic, and she's like, "Please excuse my Surrey. Yeah, it, my mine is in the shop, and this is a, a crappy loner." Oh, uh, right. Okay, that was a that was a, a point in the movie where I had had enough exposition, but that was a part that was a little bit. It's too much exposition for a new because I'm like now I'm seeing robot versions of what I've just been told there are only human ver- versions. By the way, that that yeah. Surrey that you see in the opening is a real Surrey uh, that that with that uh, scientist in that opening thing. Did you guys know that? Oh, really? Yeah, that's a, a famous Japanese scientist, and that's his uh, robot uh, version of himself. But uh, um, so I so I guess that you know we're close. I think this really is like I get what you're saying, Paul, and you're you're right. There is like a certain dissonance to it. Like, why use a Surrey to do the mundane elements of life, right? Yeah, like I mean, but um, you like when you play uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption, you go sh- you go fishing I go and hunting, hunting. I go fishing. I go do stuff that yes, you don't totally. go to like the comic book store and you don't go to like get no. gas in your tank. These Surreys have to do that. That's what they do. Yes, the the Surreys are doing all of. They're just replacing our bodies. Well, isn't you know? it like when you did when you went into that virtual reality world, Paul, and did like a stand up show? Well, when I did that, it was to perform on a stage in front of a larger group of people from all around. Like it's almost like wait, you've you've already done a Surrey stand up show? I mean, I am I inhabited a robotic body <laughs> and I went Wait, to- did you have did you have a, a full head of hair? I had a, I, a I did, a, I had, I had a mohawk. Uh, <laughs> oddly, I had a mohawk, and uh, I was so yeah. angry at Paul. He sent down our four-year-old this morning, <laughs> who just walked up to me and said, "Mom, I got to tell you something." And then I put my head down, and he whispered into my ear, "I'm a Surrey." <laughs> that's great he really that's didn't really want to upsetting. do it and then when i convinced him it would be funny enough he he would he, he finally jumped it in. would be funny enough yeah he, he he wasn't sure if it was i was sending him to do something bad uh oh, and so uh and i said she'll laugh she'll laugh and uh <laughs> yeah and got and, and we i had gus uh, our uh, our other child ready to go with another bit from when you were going to come home from walking the dog. That was he had a much more intricate thing where he Which was going to he was going to pretend like he couldn't move his arm and get caught like a robot and then go, "Mom, help me! Mom, help me! I'm I'm a surrogate. We need to get out of here." You know, we had, we had rehearsed the whole thing. It was really good. He had had it he had it down pretty well. There was a run through yesterday. I was there. Yeah. He was really ready to do it. Like he's acting like we were practicing how to act like a robot around the house and malfunction. This movie like gives you so many, so many good things. But like one of the things they talk about in it is now we have kid Surrey's, mm-hmm. you know, right. and this seems this seems very much to play into what Bruce Willis and his uh, and Rosamund Pike have gone through. They've lost their child. They've lost their only son. And they are haunted by this. And, and you know, and, and she really only lives inside of her Surrey because she doesn't want to kind of experience that grief or that pain or have to deal with that loss in a lot of ways. But is and, she out, like, we, fucking other dudes? I think her Surrey is partying with those guys. When he's supposed to be in the... When she thinks he's in the hospital, she has, like, a drug party at their house. I mean, listen, she's Paul, yeah. what happens in a Surrey stays in a Surrey. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. But it is... Not Until it's you like clean she it is, out. yeah, she's literally doing it, but she is doing it. <laughs> like so, she's like, I don't use drugs, I don't use drugs, but 
my friend Bridget uses like I couldn't get the crowd that she was hanging around with. I couldn't yeah. really. Bridget I couldn't, was no good. I'll tell you that much. Bridget, Bridget was, was the was bad trouble. influence. By the way, the yeah. best line of the whole movie is when they walk into that room, uh, like the, you know when they just like oh, turquoise, like you know like and they start oh, laughing. I like, wrote that down. Turquoise. I wouldn't even put that on a back. <laughs> <laughs> I love traveling. I love traveling with my family. And one of the best things about traveling with my family is finding a perfect house. You know, one of those places where you feel like you are at home. And I did find that, actually, when I was on my last trip. That's right. The whole family and I went to upstate New York and we had an amazing time. Now, I'm going to tell you, the entire time we were away, and it was about 10 days, we could have been hosting our place on Airbnb. You know, It's a great way to make a couple extra bucks, and it's easy to host with Airbnb. Because when you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses combine iconic style and cutting-edge technology. It's built with Meta AI, so you can ask stuff like, Hey Meta, look and tell me what kind of bird that is. Or, Hey Meta, tell me about the Roman Empire. Plus, it can take photos, record video, send messages, make video calls, and even play your favorite music and podcasts, all from the glasses. So you can keep your phone in your pocket and stay in the moment. Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses, available at select retailers. I love SeatGeek. What's SeatGeek? Okay, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app on the Apple App Store, okay? I love live events, concerts, basketball games, baseball games, and SeatGeek gives you access in a very easy-to-navigate, effortless app that finds the best seats, and you can actually see where you're sitting. You just download that app, use the code MOVIES20 to get $20 off your first purchase. Offer applies to new customers only. Purchase must be over $50. The promo code is single-use and valid through September 30th, 2024. Get tickets now on SeatGeek. This movie was $80 million, and I'm sure like 40 of it went to Bruce Willis because some of the stunts... 20 to make his fake wig and 20 to make his fake goatee. (laughs) Like his Surrey has a fake wig and his normal body has a fake goatee. Uh, It's very weird. It's so bizarre. I thought there was such a bad stunt in this movie. The guy who's out there with the special gun that can kill Surreys is on a bicycle at one point. And, you know, they're chasing him down the street and he's on a bicycle, not a motorcycle, a bicycle. And he's like, bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. And he and you, you see him turn down this corner and then he go, he falls down three stairs, not like a flight, three stairs head first into a bunch of like cardboard boxes of garbage. Like it was like the most base level stunt, like like an independent film style of stunt. It's like, I think that will look exciting. It was so, <laughs> this movie is yeah. so massive and big and it's like, ah, ah, like it was so. <laughs> when you said it cost $80 million, that blew my mind because what I was going to say is like, yes, this movie has like kind of big action set pieces, some car chases, some stuff like that. So I get where it could be a little bit expensive, but then the movie stops down for very long periods of, like heartbreaking conversations between Bruce Willis and Rosamund Pike yeah. that are like that are about their marital problems Don't that are about him. how 
that Every are about day. yeah, that are about their dead son, that are about like how they need to like he goes to her workplace to like beg her yeah. to like to see him. Like she, it's this their relationship is not ju- it's like normally in a movie like this like the family story would be very ancillary and then eventually in act three like the bad guys would use the family as leverage against our hero or something like that you know um versus this like the the very prominent b story is one of grief and loss and heartbreak and and not facing the horrors that have befallen them and not doing it together that being living their lives in surrey's is allowing them to not live together or see each other. It was very sad. Do you think that, did they think that they didn't have Surrey's when they had a kid, or did the kid have a Surrey too? Because, like, I guess kid my question Surrey's seem to be new. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I did think there was a chance that kid was coming back somehow. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. You, you know. wanted, you wanted that, you wanted that kid to be like, you wanted uh, James Cromwell to be like, and here's your son. But then you need an operator. And or that's like the other a, thing. A, a, I thought there was a world in which Bruce would Ooh. meet his son and that son was a Surrey. Oh. Or what if Bruce, huh. to connect to Rosamund Pike, got a Surrey of his son and then was able to talk to his mom again? Mm. Now, that would have been emotional. I honestly felt like the, the, the reason why they kept that stuff in with Ro- Rosamund Pike was it was just so good. And she's so good oh, yeah. that it was like, she's oh, terrific. these scenes are compelling, so let's leave them in. Clearly, there were issues in this movie. I mean, it feels like... And they wanted know. like an emotional story, yeah. which I which I really... I'm like, I get why this might have been cool. Like, the idea that like, oh, this isn't just your classic sci-fi kind of right. shoot em up stuff. There's like, there's actually heart and, and emotion at its base in here it's just a lot of it is being depicted by people who are representing themselves as surreys so they're not facially giving us those emotions which is weird right Um, and 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 it's like a lot of the movie is like you thought you were talking to this person but you actually are talking to this person but since i don't even know that person that i thought i was talking to the reveal is a little bit different it's not like like there's only so many times you can go like Scooby-Doo rip off the mask and be like, ha ha. But if you don't know them before the Surrey, like the best one is the James Cromwell as Ving Rhames. You know, that yeah. reveal is like probably the best one. But again, Ving Rhames really only shows up for a moment in the montage and then one moment at the end. And then it's revealed that he is James Cromwell, who's funding an operation to get rid of the Surreys of the world. And then and then Bruce Willis. And and his big plan, James Cromwell turns out to be like the great villain, both because he created these series, but now he also is going to use the last remaining weapon that kills the Surreys and their operators to commit like a mass genocide in the oh, world. Wait a second. Of, so he killed the operators too? That was, that his, was his plan. plan. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Because he says the only way to kill the addiction is kill the Yeah, but the yeah, crazy thing addict. about that moment is like, why didn't he just wait a couple minutes longer before taking that? Cyanide the suicide pill. pill. Yeah. <laughs> like literally he was minutes away. Yeah. Seconds. Why didn't he just do it? Why didn't he just do it himself? Because he just it. like gobble gobbles the suicide pill like. <laughs> and then. But then like like his. Why didn't he. Exactly. Why didn't he see his plan through to fruition? He was seconds away. But yeah. And but then when Bruce Willis does it at the end, like I was kind of confused at like what the debate was, because the debate yeah. was abort it and all the series, all the series live, kill it, all the series die. 
but the operators stay alive, and then it's like a new utopia, and we get to see the what happens after that. But the guy, the operator, the the guy who plays God, the the guy in the meat bag, the meat bag, and that scene is like, do it, do it. Like he was he, he wants to save the Surreys. He wants to save the Surreys, which I was confused yeah. about because he's a meat bag. Wouldn't he want to just? But he works for the FBI. Okay. He's he works for the FBI and I think and his whole job is predicated on the Surreys allow him complete like he's basically able to see through the eyes of every Surrey. Right. So he's able and to so, stop that rape in real time. Yeah, so he's a he's exactly. So he's able to do so so the Surreys allow for you know, like kind of like a lot of shady stuff on the police side. The series allow people to behave not great. This like like I think what we're watching in the movie is everybody's cool with series, right? right? Everybody's cool with series except for the prophet and the anti-Surrey kind of human liberation front or whatever they're called. Um, and they. But we, you see, Ving Rhames is giving these speeches, and you there's these mo- montages where Bruce Willis is hearing the prophet speak, and it's all landing on him. He starts to right. think Surrey's are bad, and so when he's in that final beat, and he says, "Okay, ev- all the operators are safe, nobody's gonna die if this bomb goes off," basically, and the guy's like, "Yeah, but all the Surrey's will die." Bruce Willis makes the choice: let the Surrey's die. The Cromwell was right. Surrey's have ruined our lives as human beings. We're not we're not living our lives. But yeah, to we their don't fullest. get that final moment of everyone taking off their steampunk glasses and going like, oh, "Who am I?" Like you know, well, you don't. But you see them you all see walk them out of their houses. Oh right, yeah, and look at the Surrey's on the ground and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that there weren't more consequences to. Everybody being detached from Surrey's, like I expected planes falling from the sky, like yeah, we all manner that. of thing. We saw um, a couple of cars crash. Right. And th- listen, there's a major cleanup. Like someone's yeah. got to get out there <laughs> I mean, there's and a remove lot. so many Surrey's. Um, so many. You got to put them in a big pile. I mean, by the way, the way that they, the way that they exploded didn't seem like they would be like, I guess my issue is like, and what's to stop a scientist from fixing these Surrey's? For sure. Well, I mean, look, you know, look, for every Cromwell, there's another Cromwell. That's what I always say. Oh, I think, yeah, I think this culture is is going to be recertified yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, this is a bad plan. I mean, luckily. Listen, if it's if they're going to compare it to an addiction, some new dealer is going to come along and be like, I've got a, you, you remember Surrey's? Guess what? We got more. Well, Let's go. To me, my issue version would be two. like, version two is let that Surrey go to work for you. And then you can go to the club dressed as, you know, a duck and figure out whatever you want to do. A like, duck. you know, like, let's. Yeah, let's just like have fun. Like, let's break some rules here. Let's like, you know, like, because there were, there were, there were those two series that we saw on the subway. And I think that that was supposed to be like, uh, I thought that was supposed to be like, you can be anything you want in this world. They didn't look particularly yeah, human. I Am I totally wrong on that? I think that level of wish fulfillment. I think that yeah, I guess everybody, maybe I'm hung up on this. I mean, it was an interesting concept. Like, oh, what are beauty standards? Are you attracted to people you think you're attracted to when everybody is good looking? Like that right. okay. is an interesting idea. Like when everybody's achieved what in our culture is unachievable, which is like the meeting the beauty standards, then, then what? Is that hair beauty standards for Bruce Willis? Like if you saw Bruce Willis, you'd be like, that guy. Well, that's the thing. He and his wife chose the same faces and bodies, which was interesting. Well, and Rada Mitchell comments on it when she meets him in right. person. Right. She says, oh, your Surrey looks a lot like you. Like, and she's surprised. 
Like, oh, that's not normally the case, that people's surreys so closely resemble their actual selves, you know? And the pawn shop guy, he's like, well, what? I can take this down. I can make you younger. I can make you this. I can make you that. Like, he's got, he's, he's upselling him on all of the kind of surrey should, ways that you cannot be trapped in your actual right. self. Should we, you know? uh, should we make a shirt for this show? Like, that just says, don't ask me, ask my operator. Or like, <laughs> or like some sort of like. Is there, a, is there, a, is there a t shirt that's like, my operator is a meat bag? See, that, I think that that's good. Or maybe there should be one shirt that says surrogate and the other shirt that says meatbag. That's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just a whole line of clothing. Uh, but I, I almost feel like it should be an outline of a person, one of which is like very symmetrical and normal uh, surrogate and one that is like a normal person's face or something like and then it should say operator like it should almost be like. You know, we should see the kind of a before and after. I don't yeah, know. This is a very complicated shirt, but I'm into it all. Uh, I, well, anyway, like, I think there, I think there's a shirt in here. We will, we should take a look at that. And I got to say, obviously, we had an opinion about this movie. There are people out there with a different opinion. These are now second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit. Yet this person recommends it. All right, these are five-star reviews, uh, cold from the internet here. Um, They're very interesting. People are very excited about this movie. The Hinnack, in 2016, seven years after this film came out, gave it five out of five stars and said, awesome movie. I am a geek by birth, always out of place, decent looking, but with the mind of the ugliest geek, the kind of guy you'd make fun of if my persona were to be made physical, but in this body, you'd never know, similar to this movie. I want to know what people do and how they treat other people, and this movie taps into that, the real raw emotion of the world we live in, how fake people wish to be just like normal people and accepted. This movie explores that right to the edge. Bruce Willis plays that role probably better than any other. What a ride. Five stars. Um, I like that, that this person is tapping them, you know, kind of patting themselves on the back. They're pretty like they are living the Surrey life. Uh, <laughs> pretty bold thing. to make. I, I get it because I am it. I am the nerd. I'm, I'm, I'm already there. So I get that this movie wants my life. <laughs> um, Rosalund, uh, also in 20- Rosalund, Rosalund, huh. uh, also in 2016, uh, writes a review titled, this is a good movie. It tells about what life might be like in the future. The <laughs> fact that I remember it tells me a lot about what a good movie it is as I watch did <laughs> a few months ago and still remember it. I mean, I watch five or six movies Honestly, on Amazon prime I'm on the week this in terms of just like what makes a good movie. Cause as we all know, I don't, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> well, I mean, this is, yeah, Rosalind is basically saying she watches five or six Amazon movies uh, a weekend. And if it sticks in her mind, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's got to be remembered. Some I have to watch twice and I'm halfway into it and I finally remember. I've seen it before. Five stars. It's more about (laughs) Rosalind. Uh, Do we think that is, do we think that Rosalind is Rosamund Pike? And this is just, she's interesting. She's trying to up her ratings. Propping up her own project. Or maybe she's just looking for some solace to be like, you guys all forget movies too, right? Or or maybe hoping (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know. There, there's something about that idea that she's like watching movies halfway through and going, I have already seen it. I mean, five or six movies a weekend is, you know, that's that's, a lot of movies. you're pounding a lot. Um, Mark D. Hanselman writes this, copied iRobot. Good plot. Recommend seeing it anyway. Five stars. All right. Fair. And finally, this is my, my favorite review written in 2018 by Sergio Gonzalez. Uh, the title of the review is Needs an Oscar for Best Screenplay, and the review is simply this. <laughs> this is actually my current story of my life. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Be yourself. Whoa. So that, uh, Sergio Gonzalez, and I wonder, I'm sorry. I'd love to know a, more. Yeah, is that a Surrey or is, it, is that a meatbag? Uh, I'm, I'm an FBI agent. This I'm, is a- I'm investigating a murder. <laughs> This is. I'm, a, so I'm using a Surrey. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to say. This is the movie of your life, like Lady Bird. I understand. Oh yeah, that's like that, that's. I, I recognize that. That's that's like my childhood. This movie, it's hard to be like. This is the movie of my life. Uh, you think? You think? Do you think that that Greta Gerwig made? Lady Bird about your childhood? No, no, I'm just saying I've heard a I've lot heard of... I've heard a lot of your childhood stories no, no, and I no, didn't no. see any of no, them. No, I, I, I was just saying that like, I think a lot of people can identify with that as, as something like personal. I could see that, but I don't think you, how you can relate to a movie like... I just missed the scenes in Lady Bird where, where she's working at Blockbuster. Lady Bird 2. Look out for it. <laughs> Lady Bird 2. <laughs> French or grandmother. Oh, mother. Lady mother. Was mother, mother yes. Lady Bird 2. Uh, I will tell you this much. Uh, two things I thought were interesting. Bruce Willis would not come back to do ADR... So uh, when the movie was oh. being restructured, they brought in a sound-alike voiceover actor to do some of Bruce's lines. And That's amazing. Uh, the director said this about the film. Uh, this film is different than your typical Hollywood thriller. We know from test audiences who have seen the movie that they are finding it very thought-provoking. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's such a measured statement. <laughs> Thought provoking. Uh, well, this movie did cost eighty, uh, and, and that is shocking. Yeah, to me. that was uh, that is but I do shocking. Think there's to a me. lot of CGI that went into it. Like the way the series look, like every single mm-hmm. frame that a Surrey is in, their paint, their faces are painted. That's soft, yeah. like kind of soft no, no. Focus. You're right. Like, I imagine that costs a lot of money. I'm just shocked that they spent that much money at this stage because this feels like because Bruce Willis now puts out like six movies a year that mostly play internationally yes. that are not interesting and don't really have an audience here domestically. And so in my mind, this was one of those, mm. but it's clearly not because it's so expensive. But here's what I'm going to say. The worldwide gross of this movie, 122 million. The domestic gross, wow. 38 wow. million. So it, 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 this so movie still works. that is it. This movie yeah, still yeah. is working. Bruce Willis is still bringing them in. Uh, internationally, I mean, this wow. movie, you know, doesn't double it, but it makes. I mean, it makes a pretty penny. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's a it, this movie is profitable, you know, even at eighty million. This movie did beat All About Steve, Gamer, and Crank Two High Voltage. Uh, it was beaten by Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Fast and Furious, and Old Dogs. Um, yeah, so that's that's what's happening in two thousand and nine when this movie comes out. Uh, yeah. Jason uh, June, would you recommend people seeing this movie? You know, I kind of enjoyed it. I have to say, I like the, first of all, like, love the length. You know, it yeah, felt oh God. really yeah, so digestible. And um, I, I think if you've listened to this podcast and want to see what we're talking about, then then it's it's really a fine watch. I think so far, I agree. And so far, you know, all of Clone Girl Summer has been completely watchable. And yes. I will say, too... A lot of similar themes. 
you know, uh, between sixth day, not this little, little less sixth day, but replicas, certainly. There's so much about grief and loss of children and, you know, this idea of cloning and all this stuff being in an effort to get something back that yeah. is lost or something like that. Um, you know, these seem to all be operating on in, in worlds in which it's it's, it's at least interesting not just nonsense yeah there are like the emotional components somehow sometimes don't always add up or don't always make sense but they do make the movies much better to watch i will yes. say and i do think there was something about all of them exiting their houses at the end after all the series were killed in robes and sort of unkempt yeah. that felt very kind of post covid where i know we're not in that world yet but it felt familiar, like, oh, we've all had ways to connect, but are we really out there yet? And whoa, there there was yeah. something particularly right now about that scene. And again, the, no, the movie doesn't add up to much, but there are moments in it. I think it's watching it right now where it felt really relevant. I agree because we are we don't while we don't have surrogates like the our like physical avatars that go enter the world for us. I do think in this especially in this last year year and a half alone, we have spent a tremendous amount of our time at home, but living our lives yes. like online, yes. living our lives in screens, living our lives, you know, virtually, but just not that virtual life isn't manifested by a physical analog. Getting a ring well. light, getting, uh, you know, hitting that touch up my appearance filter on, on Zoom, trying to embrace <laughs> this, uh, you know, this this new world of who who am I? I, lo- I love it. We're, we're close. We're, we're close to we're almost... Close. I mean, watch this movie as a cautionary tale or watch this movie so that you understand the very near future that's about to happen to us. I mean, here we are 14 years ago. This is it. They're going to play this clip in the next movie, the montage to clue you all in. (laughs) Uh, So, Jason, June, anything you want to talk about, promote anything at all? Um, I've got a small part on a really great uh, stop motion animation show on AMC called Ultra City Smiths. I'm so uh, excited about this. The guy who created uh, Um, The Patriot. Right. He yeah. did. He did Patriot. He did Perpetual Grace Limited. Um, and now he's doing like a very dark, gritty crime story starring dolls uh, stop motion style on AMC. It's great. Um, and then uh, and that's it. Yeah, I love you it. Know, everything else is good. Junie. Yeah, I, I would love everyone to check out the deep dive with me and Jessica St. Clair on Earwolf and wherever you find your podcasts. And also head to, if you're interested in the Jane Club, head to janeclub.com to find out more about what we're up to. I love it. And uh, as always, you can check out uh, my Discord at discord.gg slash Paul Shear. Um, and, uh, you know, if you want to just maybe get Showtime for a month and binge out on the entire three seasons of Black Monday, you can do that right now uh, for a free trial of showtime you can get it for seven days watch us watch dexter the reboot season it'll be a lot of fun and uh always check out what we're doing on twitch at twitch.tv slash friendzone um and if you want to keep this conversation going you can also go to the discord for how did this get made it's discord.gg slash hdtgm where you can talk to everybody else about what we might have missed keep this conversation about clones going i know there's two other movies that we've considered multiplicity which i think is actually a good movie and the island which i've also heard is a good movie so we're not quite sure i'm going to talk to averil a little bit more but while we're talking about averil a big thank you to averil our movie producer who picks all these great films and finds all the best clone films out there but also a giant thanks to our regular show producer uh cody 
Moody for putting the show together, our engineer Devin, uh, and of course, July Diaz, our MVP Molly Reynolds and our team behind the scenes that uh, gives us all of our amazing art, the ghost of Craig T. Nelson and Kyle Waldron. And we couldn't do this show without the amazing research that is given to us by Nate Kiley, getting in the gritty of Amazon reviews, finding all the stats and the facts about these movies. Thank you, Nate, for all of your hard work. And uh, thank you for listening. Remember, if you like the show, please rate and review it. And then join us next week for the f- continuing conversation of surrogates on our mini episode. At, you can give us a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-PAUL-ASK. You can talk about surrogates. You can talk about your life. Whatever you want to do, get on it. We will see you next week for a mini episode. And... Hopefully, at that point, we'll reveal whether Clone Girl Summer continues. Clone Girl Summer! Clone Girl Summer. And that shirt, by the way, (laughs) is up in the TeePublic shop. (laughs) We got it. We're going to go to TeePublic.com slash store slash HDTGM. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And we will see you uh, next week on a mini episode. Bye for now. Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again, Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat, like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that will terrify you, like the first Omen plus the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that will inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that will make you hold on tight, like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.